Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Joining me this morning is Yip Jun Rong, market strategist for IG, taking us through the bigger picture. Uh, Jun Rong, there are two areas that you're looking closely at this morning. One, of course, you're going to be discussing uh, with our guests in just a while, China's inflation data. The other one is a big deal because it's uh, about US core inflation that's due out tonight. And we did have a solid jobs report last week. Yes, so uh, market sentiments will definitely be highly sensitive to mm. the uh, upcoming uh, US CPI data. I mean, we have heard from the Fed that they have clearly put forward their stance to be more uh, data-dependent in this uh, policy move, especially when the current uh, Fed funds rate is already at uh, close to neutral, at roughly uh, 2.5%. Uh, so current market expectations are looking at somewhat a mixed picture, uh, 8.9% increase in headline inflation, but uh, core inflation is expected to move higher to a uh, 6.1%. So um, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, first things first, let's talk about China with our guest this morning. Yes, so on the line with us, we have uh, Abhilash Narayan, Senior Investment Strategist for Standard Chartered uh, Private Bank. Good morning, Abhilash. Good morning. Good to be back. Glad to have you here with us. So as we know, uh, China's uh, inflation data will be in focus today. So we have seen uh, June's uh, CPI reading at uh, 2.5%, whereas the upcoming uh, consensus forecast for July is at uh, 2.9%. So in your view, uh, how do you think the uh, China's uh, inflation data will turn out later and what will it actually mean for markets? Uh, thanks. No, actually, that's, that's a very good question, right? So if you think about it, we think that there will be a divergence in trend between the CPI data or the consumer price data, you know, which is expected to increase to 2.9%, which should not come as a surprise, right? I mean, if we look at the food prices in China, they have been on an uptrend. And obviously, you know, like all the other countries in the world, the increase in price in oil and other commodities is likely to mean that CPI is, is going to creep higher, most likely in China. But what's interesting is that uh, when we think about the producer price inflation uh, or, the, or the factory inflation, that is expected to come down from 6.1% in the previous reading to around 4.9% in the upcoming reading, which shows that, you know, the input costs for, for some of the producers are likely to, you know, increase at a le- lower pace. And that, in my opinion, could mean that some of the margin pressures that we've been seeing on Chinese industrials could start to abate because their pricing power is likely to improve going forward. So, you know, overall, we think that it could be something that ends up being a marginal positive for Chinese equity markets. Mm. So we have heard from uh, Chinese uh, authorities laying out their uh, growth target of uh, 5.5% uh, at the start of the year. And that seems to be uh, less and less uh, achievable as we move towards the, the rest of uh, the year. Will we be seeing uh, more policy uh, support coming into play there? Well, that's certainly been the expectation, not only from us, but I think from the broader market that we will see more, more policy stimulus or more policy support come through. But clearly, uh, the support that we have seen till now seems to be lesser than what markets were hoping for. So, you know, I mean, at at that aggregate level, the policy still remains fairly accommodative, both from a central bank perspective as as well as from fiscal perspective. So it is something somewhat supportive. So, you know, it is possible that we may end up undershooting the 5.5% GDP target. But overall, from, from a market perspective, we think that the momentum in second half will be positive. So we should start to see growth pick up in Q3 and Q4 in China. And I think that's, again, something which is in stark contrast to what we are seeing in U.S. and Europe, where growth concerns are starting to intensify. Mm. 
Right. So in that case, uh, is Chinese equity still investable in your view, especially if you are looking at the uh, big tech sector? Well, uh, at the headline level, we are uh, bullish on Asia, Japan, and Chinese equities uh, relative to you know U.S. and European equities. Now, that being said, obviously, uh, given that uh, there is still a fair bit of policy uncertainty out there, it is possible that we will see a bit more volatility as far as Chinese equities are concerned. But we're bullish uh, on the market for three key reasons. Mm. First is, if you look at earnings, uh, consensus earnings expectations are very, very subdued. Uh, you know, at start of the year, markets were expecting 15% earnings growth. That has been revised down close to 4-5%. So we think that markets are quite bearish as far as earnings are concerned, and we have a potential surprise on the upside. The second, as I mentioned, the policy backdrop is still uh, fairly supportive. So as opposed to U.S. and Europe, where central banks are hiking rates, Chinese central banks and uh, policymakers are, are quite accommodative. So that, again, is supportive. And the third is, if you look at the, uh, the valuations, they are obviously uh, a lot less demanding than what they are in, in U.S. So, you know, we think that there will be volatility, but net-net uh, on a 6 to 12-month rise in Chinese equity should outperform the global market. Mm, right. So now maybe I bring your attention to the U.S. core inflation data tonight. June reading was at 5.9 percent, but current consensus forecast is actually at 6.1 percent, so 0.2 percent uptick higher. So how are markets likely to digest these numbers, especially after last Friday's solid jobs report? Yeah, it's difficult to overstate the importance of the upcoming CPI data in, in U.S., right? Especially after the solid jobs report, which just gives the Fed a bit more room to hike rates, given that uh, labor markets still uh, are quite strong. And I think if we look at the Fed guidance, they've made it very clear that they need to see clear signs of peak in inflation, which markets are reading as two, three uh, readings of, of lower inflation before Fed takes the, takes the foot off the pedal. Now, if we do see an upside surprise to what's currently been priced in in the market, then it is quite likely that markets would quickly price in a 75 basis point rate hike. So there is a currently around 75% probability being, being priced in, but that probability could increase. And that would mean that bond markets could jump, uh, the bond yields could jump higher and equity markets could correct. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's a number that is probably going to be the most closely watched number in the next couple of weeks. Mm, yes, so definitely all eyes on the upcoming uh, U.S. inflation data tonight. Abhilash Narayan, Senior Investment Strategist for Standard Chartered Private Bank. Thank you, Abhilash. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.